this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. The Tall Man. The Tall Finger. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss with me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide world. If it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. And today we are watching uh, the moving finger. <laughs> the, the, the memorable Matt has to turn the page. <laughs> No, it's a blank page. It's another blank page. How did that happen? I just <laughs> totally skipped a page. And Great job. <laughs> That's right. For the last two and a half years, three years, four, it seems like... Forever. Forever. We casually said, you know, when we finish Tales from the Dark Side, we're going to have to do Monsters. And we were like, oh, that's going to be so easy. It's just three seasons. Yeah, three seasons. That'll go down smooth. A year and a half tops. What could go wrong? As everybody knows, a year and a half is the most comfortable amount of time to dedicate to something like yep. being locked in a house. Being or- locked in a house. You know, um, all right, let's get to it. An auspicious start well this is the finale the last episode of monsters an episode called the moving finger uh we still do this now if this is your first time joining us yes we do and we do watch anthology horror yes that means it's a different scary story every week and yes we don't remember these episodes very well so we try to guess what the episode is about based on title alone we call it the dark side guess there is a quiz at the end the moving finger who would like to go first chen's looking at me so i'll go the moving finger after purchasing a desiccated hand from a curio shop devin smalley found a place on his desk set aside for it after a few weeks devin began seeing changes in his reality first it was small like good luck Then it was bigger stuff, like his personality and appearance. With each change, the hand opened slightly. After the sky went red, Devin looked at the hand. It was almost completely open. Devin was now wrapped with attention. What was going to be the final change with the last finger? Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I like that. The moving finger. Election day, 1952. How the hell did Dwight D. Eisenhower become president of the United States? Tricky Dick Nixon might know a bit about it. Or maybe it's that severed finger creeping out of the polling booth wearing an I like Ike button. <laughs> there it is. Ahem. The moving finger. It beckons. Closer. Closer. Until it has you. The finger beckons. But the hand grabs hold. Ooh. Oh, very nice. There we go, baby. Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct, if you can believe it. Uh, So, Jen, please hit us up with those sweet deets. 
All right, guys, we watched The Moving Finger, season three, episode 24, final episode of Monsters. This episode aired April 26th, 1991. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. When a mysterious, impossibly long finger inexplicably and creepily pokes up out of the drain of his bathroom sink, a family man is pushed to the brink of sanity in his attempts to get rid of it. Uh, this episode was directed by Kenny Myers. Uh, Kenny Myers is a makeup artist by trade. He uh, has done a lot of makeup on big projects like uh, Lincoln, uh, The Prestige, Pirates of the Caribbean, X-Men. Uh, for directing credits, it was this and Bug House. Bug House. Bug House. Bug House. Uh, episode was written by Haskell Barkin based on a Stephen King short story that uh, he originally published in a magazine. And then I believe it was in Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Yeah, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Yeah. Um, Haskell Barkin wrote uh, episodes of Monsters, The Hole and Refugees, Tales from the Dark Side. He wrote The Impressionist, All a Clone by the Telephone, Gin No Chaser, Painkiller. <sighs> Uh, which is why whenever an episode is problematic then or painful, we, we call, call it a, a real Haskell Barkin. Bar- <laughs> it's a real Haskell Barkin. Uh, I believe we have the uh, the Haskell Barkin Awards, award yes, for, for excellence and non-excellence. Oh, I thought it was excellence and excellence. No, that would be... That was the no, Red Shoe Diary. Uh, or yeah. no, that was the Edith Svensson. Yeah, the Edith yeah. Svensson. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to find out next week. <laughs> Uh, uh, Haskell Barkin also wrote uh, a ton of Hanna-Barbera cartoons and many episodes of The Love Boat. Uh, episode starred Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan was uh, Francis Dollarhide in Manhunter. He was in 18 episodes of 12 Monkeys, the TV show, which I've never seen. On sci-fi? Yeah. yeah. How was it? Didn't watch it. Okay, great. Uh, he was in the movie FX. He was in Man with One Red Shoe. Uh, he was in the Tales from the Dark Side episode, The Odds. Oh. Yeah. And Alice Platon uh, was uh, his wife. Uh, <laughs> I did not write down the character names. Wow. Vi. Her name was Vi. His Vi. name was Howard. Thank you. Howard and Vi. Uh, she was uh, Blix and Legend. She <gasps> was Gloria in a segment of Heavy Metal. Oh she gosh. was in IQ. She was a voice actress in a ton of stuff uh, on Doug. Um, she was uh, well known for an iconic 1960s Alka-Seltzer commercial where she was a newlywed was not a very good cook. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Is that a... That's, that's it. Oh. <laughs> 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 Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Oh, crispy critters. My favorite. <laughs> oh, look, it's monsters. Our favorite show. Let's watch it. It's starting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. The door from the monster swings wide open. Squeak! 
And welcome to Luminaries and the music from Trolls. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. The music is... Uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't want to say that it's, a, that it's a Richard Band experiment, but it is. Yeah. Somebody had the, uh, the ROM for Gauntlet and <laughs> just let that play. Wow, this is bad. Yeah. It is... Not I mean, Gauntlet would have been better. Is we are I think. knee deep in Fife Town. Yeah, <laughs> somebody got a Casio DX7. We got. I got to get rid of all this sound. It's piled up all <laughs> over my house. <laughs> I am a wash in sound oh. right now. So if you could just, I don't know, take some take and some sprinkle it on sound. this episode. <laughs> Should it correspond to the actions or nope. kind of? Okay, great. Loosely, close enough. There there are some decent sound cues in this, and then there is just the rest of it. <laughs> Tom fuckery. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah. But don't you worry, dear listener, we'll get you through it. Um, you hear in the background a quiz show, and you hear a guy answer properly, but uh, then the announcer goes, wrong answer. To the person who's on the game show, because this is the guy answering on the couch. He knows the answers. The guy on the game show doesn't. <laughs> Matt's nose is bleeding already. You got to understand. There are going to be two characters here, a husband and a wife. And they're Tom watching. Tom Noonan is watching a game show. He's watching his game show. And, and he's he getting the right answers. He's getting the answers. The contestants are not. Oh, the, the taste of like it's iron. Metal, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So Tom Noonan is a smart, a smart customer. He's a real smarty pants. But his wife, delightful. Is delightful from the jump. Yes. She's like, let's turn this shit off. I need some ice cream. And I'm like, I hear you, sister. <laughs> I could go for a big bowl of ice cream right mm. now. Oh, just give it to me. Favorite ice creams, go. Oh, oh God. Superman? Uh, are you for real? Really? I lo- I loved Superman when I was a kid. I haven't had it in fucking 30 years. For me, I don't know. Mint chocolate chip is pretty good. Mint chocolate chip but is good. But also chocolate chocolate chip is pretty good. Uh, I like peanut butter chocolate. Mmm. Heathen. Chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> I love it too. Guernsey Farms makes an outstanding chocolate, an outstanding strawberry, mm. and I love putting them together. Oh, yeah. I love putting them together. <laughs> Did you guys not? Nice. Hold on. Did you guys not like Superman when you were a kid? No. What the fuck? It's just vanilla, I think, isn't it? What's the flavor? There's there's Blue Moon. There's Blue Moon is the vanilla flavor. Mm. Hold on. I'm just going to look up. Right. You guys you guys continue talking. I'm going to tell you what's Here's soon. all I know. Uh I ate a I ate an uncomfortable amount of uh orange sherbet. Or oh, sherbet is what we called it. I yeah. don't know if it's We called it sherbet. It's probably yeah. sherbet. Yeah. No, it's sherbet. Okay. Anyone who says differently is wrong. Great. <laughs> well, I ate it in push-up pops. Welcome to the Midwest. It's <laughs> sherbet. Um, yeah, so I ate a lot of sherbet. I mm-hmm. had Friendly's watermelon ice cream roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a... It's got, it's got <laughs> lemon ice cream for the ride, watermelon ice cream for the center, and then chocolate chips at the seed. Yeah. It is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. I love it so much, and man, oh man, I just saw it for the first time in like 20 years Yeah, back in the store, 
So I might get one of those soon. But yeah, so this woman goes, I want some ice cream. And I'm right there with her. Yeah. Her husband. She wants ice cream. And let's, now it's a good time to compare who's taller. Okay. Now, when this woman stands up, I'm like, okay, she looks like a regular human. And then her husband stands up. And it is as if Lurch came in. He is so much taller than her. Substantially taller than her. She could put on hiking gear to climb him taller than her. He is probably (laughs) double her height. Easily. I just wrote, dude can dunk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I looked it up. He is 6'5". 5'5", yeah. Can you believe it? My Uncle Larry is taller than him. I can't believe it. Yeah, he's 6'8". And my aunt is 5'2". Did they base this episode on your aunt and uncle? Yes, a basketball game that the writer witnessed. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Larry just kept dunking. (laughs) Take it easy, Uncle Larry. Can't. Can't. Gotta dunk. (laughs) Game requires maximum effort. Gotta dunk. Gotta dunk. By the way, it's good to know that we haven't changed one iota of what this show is and what it delivers. Bringing you the content you expect. A shitty recollection of an episode of 90s television, followed by nonstop bits that we laugh at incessantly. Will I cut that? Who knows? No. Too self-aware? She says that she wants to go and get this ice cream herself. He hops into overprotective mode. Like, hey. Just pretend to be tall or something. I can't remember what he says. Go up there and act like you own the streets. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Like, huh? What? I get that. Like, he wants her to, you know, like put on a big, strong strut. Put a little pep in your step, would you? Put a little mustard on. A little glide in your stride. Yeah. A little dip in your hip. A little, a little uh-huh. zeppelin in your, a little shuffle zeppelin. in your tuffle. Yeah, that's your butt. It, <laughs> that's that's what I'm calling the tuffle. Little shoe in the in the goo. You know what I mean. You have yeah. a good shoe filled with goo, and you got to get it off. Uh, but you also are trying to impress someone of the opposite or same. I don't care. Yeah. Sex. We're not going to tell you how to live your life. Hey, that's not the transmission's promise. Mm-mm. Anyway, this doesn't make sense. Let's go back to the episode. <laughs> Anyway, um, this is a this is a thin episode. There, the, yes. Spoiler alert: There's a finger. It's moving around. <laughs> well, wait, wait, just a moment. Before oh, I'm we, sorry. <laughs> before we do get to the finger, the wife does have to leave. Okay, mm-hmm. she does leave to get the ice cream. Before she leaves, she says, uh, "He asked her not to get any crazy flavors." And she goes, I like crazy flavors. That's why I married you. Aww. I bagged a CPA. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The CPA thing is important yes. because it will play a role later in the episode. So now we enter. She's out of the house. And this guy's answer to when a woman leaves, it's time to start crushing, crushing beer cans. Yes. So I, for a second, I thought, that he was going to find something in the beer can. He kept Because he crushes it. it and then he looks in it like there's going to be something there. I couldn't tell if he was crushing it like 
and we were seeing that he's he's actually violent or doesn't like her or something like that. He seemed he seemed to have a lot of aggression. He he hated these cans. It was <laughs> they were cans. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, he does, no. he does he's mildly annoyed with the cans. He he doesn't hate them. It's He hears uh but he hears clinking. Clink, clink, clink. So he goes to the door or the window. He opens the window. Nothing's coming from out there. Closes it. And he hears the clink 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 again, so he figures it's coming from the bathroom. Walks down to the bathroom. I'm sorry. He grabs a broom or mm-hmm. a dust mop? He thinks it's a mouse. Oh, right. Oh. He's like, it's a mouse. It's in the tub. Got to get rid of it before Vi gets home. Classic tub mouse situation. Mm-hmm. Let me grab this dust. This, dust this mu- ceiling <laughs> duster. <laughs> the thing of which I capture cobwebs right. in. He's. This is when I started to wonder if they built, if he really was this tall, or and they had to build, or or they built like an apartment that was just small to make him look gigantic. And that's when I looked up and saw he was six five. But for a minute, I was like, this is just all a maybe a little of both. Uh, a being John Malkovich set. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting set design and color palette choices that mm-hmm. they use. Like Camera one angles. hallway cannot stop being teal for the life of it. <laughs> yeah. Like who cares how many lights are on? This hallway's teal. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, he goes into the restroom. He flings the curtain open on the bath, and no mouse. Nothing. And then... But then you hear it, and it's closer. Good sound design here. Meanwhile, the music is going insane. <laughs> it's really going for it. Well, like, there's there's strained violin strings, and that makes sense. But then it switches to pan flute, and it's like... And it's just scales. Yeah, it- It's intense. <laughs> and weirdly placed. He looks in the pipe. Yeah, it's like they're trying to tell us something. It's like the pan flute is trying to speak. <laughs> it is I, the one-fingered pan flute. <laughs> <laughs> I have escaped Zamfir. <laughs> and now I need your help, for I am in the sink. You see the finger coming out. Pretty good prosthetic yeah, finger. Good it looks great. Finger. I would have thought that they would have actually just put a real hand up there to move it. But then, you know, you'd, you'd see the fake finger later and mm-hmm. it would be more obvious. Uh, did it look like, uh, for the first couple of scenes, that the finger was stop motion? Or at least there was a part where they, like, kind of zoom in on it and just the way that it was moving, it kind of looked like it was stop motion. Mm, I didn't notice that. Uh, Might have been. Uh it did have a it did have a strange look to its movement. It yeah. Um, but that also might have been because it was scraping the sides of a pipe <laughs> while it was being uh maneuvered through a wall. Yeah. On its set. This is uh this is a big finger, guys. It is. Yeah. Uh and once he sees this the finger, it is time for an act break. That's it is, right. it okay. is, it is. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Our first home-cooked meal. I'm glad you liked it, dear. I'll say. Honey, I've never seen a dumpling that big. Well, I considered making a lot of little ones, but I wanted to impress you with something that would really stick to your ribs. Right about where it's stuck. Hmm? I I said I'm uh, sorry I couldn't finish the whole dumpling. It's a shame to throw it out. I froze it. The meal wasn't on the heavy side, was it, honey? I told you, my darling, it was perfect. Just perfect. 
see. What would you like for tomorrow? Um, stuffed crab surprise. Cream duck delight. Is it beginning to rain, dear? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Marshmallowed meatballs. Sweet and sour snails. Yum. Poached oysters. What love doesn't conquer, Alka-Seltzer will. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. No, Ralph, I ate it. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Take two, Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer neutralizes all the acid your stomach has churned out. For your upset stomach and headache, take Alka-Seltzer and feel better fast. Did you drink your Alka-Seltzer? The whole thing. So, do you do you take Alka-Seltzer for upset stomach? Like, like if you ate too much? I only ever took it for like the flu. I think it was it was like for upset stomach. Um, I believe it was for upset stomach i think it's definitely for headache i mm -hmm. think it is for flu i think it is like one of those all in one yeah it's kind of like um like pepto-bismol in a way but i don't think pepto is good for headaches i think oh, there's no. caffeine in it mm. i think yep. i think i think that's what really gets your headache gone yeah <laughs> is that it just dilates your brain and it's like oh cool yeah brain can go uh brain can go worky now brain go um, can we just say that that voice acting is the best? She's great. I love her so yeah. much. Oh, her or the, I can't believe I, I ate, ate the, the whole thing. thing. Well, that guy, I take a look at him and I go, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> that guy ate the whole thing. <laughs> that guy ate the whole thing. No, she, she comes on and she has, she just has that archetypal housewife sound. Mm -hmm. Relief is just a swallow away. Well. Down, 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 the stomach through. Round, 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 the system too. With Alka-Seltzer they always say, relief is just a swallow away. Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer. That's what everybody says. With Alka-Seltzer, relief is just Swallow away. Why isn't it a sip away? No. Why is it a oh, no. swallow away? That because sounds so much it, more it, this commercial's been waiting for me to hear it <laughs> <laughs> its whole life. <laughs> Relief is just a swallow away. Uh huh. Yeah. Who was it? Who? How many Don Drapers so, were in the room with that? One? <laughs> Look, so, I told. I looked at. I looked this dumb broad right in the face. And I said, relief is just a swallow away. <laughs> I gave her oysters with underwear sauce, if you know what I mean. I don't. I like how Matt, you can see Matt stop. Think if he should say it. And, and then, then go say it right. anyway. <laughs> That's right. I have final cut here. <laughs> Um, boyo, boyo. Yeah, but definitely, definitely a Don Draper in the room being like, yeah. relief's just a swallow away. You know, like, ladies swallow me whole because I'm nosed <laughs> <laughs> bleeding too much iron. <laughs> ah. 
All right. I don't have anything more to say about Elk. So. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> In five more minutes. <laughs> How about this? Uh, let's get back to it. Okay. And, and we're, we're back. back. Whoa. Now it's uh, time to inspect this sink. Inspector Sink. He's our man. If, if he can't inspect the sink, nobody, nobody can. can. <laughs> There's a finger in there, and it's trying to get out. But if it pokes my butt, I'm going to scream and shout. Inspector! Inspector Sink! I forgot Inspector Sink instantly. My favorite part was like, you kind of remembered it, and you just muttered ink. <laughs> And I was like, and I immediately and cut time. You, yeah. you cut and run, and I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Inspector, Inspector Sink. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. We're not going to get the Inspector Sink magic back, Matt. You know what? I feel, I feel like I want this to be a really good episode because <laughs> because it's our last one, and I feel like I'm putting pressure on myself, and it's I'm forgetting how to make jokes and do monsters. 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 Yes, yes. It's not our say. last episode. No. We're going to tell you what we're doing in more detail. Uh, very soon. Very soon. after uh, During the transmission needs, which is next week. Yeah. Uh, but it does not involve us going away. No. So hold yourself tight. Uh, okay. <laughs> All I am is a fucking mess. Let's <laughs> keep going. Uh, he Okay, so this is when he looks in the pipe, the finger comes out, you see it's this weird-ass long finger, uh, and it startles him enough yep. that he runs off to magical <laughs> towel town so he he runs away and uh, we we stopped the episode we rewound this like several three times. times because what seems to happen is he has a face of terror but he has towels that are magically flying <laughs> because he bolts to the door he knocks his head on the door frame. Well, he just runs straight into the door frame. Yeah. It knocks him down. But while he's moving past the towels, which, by the way, are on the top shelf in a place that is taller than him. That she could never get to. Yeah. These things fly off. They are all on some sort of string. String. Because one of them really launches across the room. It arcs over his head. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have to imagine that they, like the direction was that he, you know, he knocks down the, the towels as he goes to is the door. He's flailing his arms and knocks down the towels. And towel. they tried doing it like 40 times <laughs> and it just didn't look right. So they're like, you know what? We'll just, just get close to it. We're already. We've already got a supernatural no finger. Notice. We've already got a supernatural finger. So why waste our time explaining these flying towels? Just, they're gonna fly. It is a weird touch. It is, but but a what wonderful, a touch. yeah, wonderful sprinkle of magic. Speaking of sprinkles, now he goes off to feed the fish for a while. Well, he does not want anything to do with that bathroom no. anymore. He is donezo, and so he leaves. Closes the door, watches a little bit more of the TV, uh, answers a question about serial killers. Yep. Uh, Vi gets home, and God, I think she drops the ice cream off, and the first thing she does is go to the bathroom, and 
you know, of course, he he's like, well, wait, but bye. Follows her. She closed the door. Uh, and then she says, and that's, oh, Howard. And that's like, when what? I write what? down, either this is going to get real scary or real sexy because there is a finger on the loose in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> is this when we go to ear cam? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it is. Yeah, it is in this scene. So he is standing outside, listening to Vi use the restroom, trying to hear that finger, and he is now in the tealest hallway that has ever existed. The light is so teal, and the camera decides to just slowly, slowly, surely in on his ear. ear. Not the ear that's at the door listening. No, just no, 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 no. The other ear. And the whole time, I'm expecting this finger to do something. Yeah. Because, you know. It's a finger. It's a finger. Fingers, Fingers go in ears. Stuff. Classic wet willy opportunity here. <laughs> nope. Nope. Red herring. Red herring. Ha ha. All that tension and all that Casio DX7 pan flute. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, they go to the kitchen for some real product placement. <laughs> She's eating a red, white, and blue carton that just says ice, ice cream, cream in black and he's lettering. Reading, he's reading a, or drinking a beer that's a white can with brown writing that says beer. Loved it. Great touches. The whole thing could be on like a like an alien ship or something, and that's right. just it's like a like a Gorgox. Please make us human scary show. Yeah, exactly. It's the Truman Show, but guys, the thing is, these episodes are written by the family we see at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that's the twist. <laughs> wow. You, we've did, been saying it every week, and we didn't realize it that it's that family. It's that's how they spend their family hour, right? Writing this show. <sighs> Shh, it's starting. Whoa! Let's, watch it. let's write it and let's, then watch let's it. Let's write it before it's bedtime. Um, she mentions, "Hey, you, uh, you've had a lot of beers tonight." You sure you're going to be able to get to bed? And I'm like, lady, you don't know how beer works. (laughs) Uh, So he gets up, I think, in the middle of the night. And he's too afraid to go into the bathroom. So he does does something that I think a lot of men have either considered or just done. He pees in the sink. But well, before he does that, he does try to drown the finger. Oh, that's right. Because right. he's standing at the toilet trying to, but he's pee shy because mm-hmm. there's a finger. Because there's a finger looking at him. Finger. Yeah. <laughs> Just basically war of the world in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening here? He he leaves. He goes to the sink. He is tall enough to pee anywhere he likes. Yeah. But for some reason, he gets a step stool. Just so he can so arc he can it be, in. Yeah, four feet above the. <laughs> yeah, just because oh, I want to feel like I'm at a urinal now. And this is my favorite line in the episode is his, when she comes in, his wife. His <laughs> wife comes in and she says, Howard, you're a CPA. <laughs> nice work, H- Haskell. Haskell <laughs> does it again. 
here's the thing. I have no idea where the act break is. Uh, it was there. Was it? Fire walks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, because then it cuts to, well, a commercial break. So cool. I guess we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. With Fisher Price play sets, some kids can be four star chefs, some kids can win the race, but some just long to be understood. Introducing Wells for Sensitive Little Boys from Fisher Price. Wells for Sensitive Boys to wish upon, confide in, and reflect by. Some boys live unexamined lives, but this one's heart is full of questions. Just hear how much he loves the well. You don't want to do the commercial anymore? Okay. Do you want to go watch E2 Mama Tambien? Yeah? Okay, he wants to go back to the well. He'll enjoy running his little fingers around the edge of the well. On days when he's had too much, he'll lean on it and contemplate his reflection. Some kids like to play. Others just sort of wait for adulthood. <laughs> so what is he putting in there? A secret. He'll grow up to have a wildly passionate and successful creative life, but not just yet. Hey, Spencer! Spencer! <laughs> Spencer! Spencer? Yes, no. Also, check out other cool new toys for our sensitive boy line, like balconies for when they're ready to announce something, or a shattered mirror to examine the complex contradictions of their being. That thing's weird. I don't get it. That's because it's not for you. Because you have everything. Everything is for you. And this one thing is for him. Wells for Boys by Fisher Price. Don't just give him a Barbie. I mean, it is like that, but that's just part of it. And we're back. It's going to be a real short episode. I, it is. I feel like we're like, I'm, I'm just like sitting here waiting for appetizers you, to come you, around. You know what happened? You know what happened? is I think we're also fucking tired right yeah, now. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think we, I feel like we've run a marathon. Mm-hmm. We see the end in sight. We got it. We're just, we are covered in our own shit and piss. But we are <laughs> flailing. Yeah. Like the German has just run by us. He's looked back at us. It sees we're struggling, but he's like, "Let them be. <laughs> Let them be. Let them find a way to cross the line themselves. <laughs> it is only through uh, overcoming adversity that the human spirit finds a way to become better." It's me, Werner Herzog. <laughs> I can't hear you back here. <laughs> Is that little man saying something about me? I can't feel my feet. <laughs> oh, I forgot that I was running this whole time. <laughs> Why is he so fast? He passes a, a speed gun that says two miles per hour. Meep, <laughs> 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 meep. And then the cop car comes shooting out <laughs> behind the billboard. Werner <laughs> uh, Herzog, are you aware how fast you are going? <laughs> Time is but a concept. <laughs> Speed is an illusion of which matter moves. Well, we clocked you at two miles an hour, sir. Oh, well, that's funny, because we clocked you at two miles per hour, sir. Two miles what per hour. Two miles what is two miles per hour? 
But Perhaps. one mile and another. Perhaps you've seen some of my films, Grizzly Man. <laughs> I do not play the horrible Marlene, although I've heard it, and it is chilly. <laughs> Uh, let's just do all of Paul F. Tompkins yeah. bits forever. Um, where are we? Uh, uh, he he she, peed in a sink. He peed yes. in a sink. Well, so he woke up the in the morning. Day. Yeah, yeah, she's going to work. Yeah, she's apparently a nurse. Uh, a dental a dental nurse. They're doing something with teeth. Is a dental nurse a thing? <laughs> a tooth nurse? So am I the only one who thought A dental that, hygienist? There we go. Am I the only one who thought she said Dr. Michigan? <laughs> I just tried to indicate to Matt that he was correct with the term dental hygienist by tapping my nose, except I'm tired enough that I just tapped the side of my face. Sober, sober as a judge, and yet I just failed my roadside sobriety <laughs> test in the transmissions from the Dark Side Studio. Because once again, we do administer sobriety tests <laughs> during the show. You gotta, guys. You gotta. If you can't touch your nose during this show, we don't air it. That's where that's we. The, that's where we bid. That's the transmissions <laughs> promise. We were getting wasted for a year. Um, he, she leaves. He busts out the drain cleaner. Yes. Right. So he dissolvo dissolvo. And I was like, fine. But I was like, wouldn't this dissolve everything? The sink, the pipes? Sure. He dumps it down. It basically is like, I would say probably a cleaner of some sort Mm -hmm. um, is what they use. Let's call it whisk. Um, It's green, though. So I don't know. Anyway, it hits. Smoke starts to appear. I'm so done with this I episode. Know, but we're so close. We're, we're so getting close. There. We're the so, finish there. line is is right in front of us. Uh, the the finger gets all burned up. Yeah, he he pours the whole like, thing down the drain. Back at him. Which, oh yeah, right. it comes up and it, it yeah and it shoots. And I'm like, and he's covered in dissolve though. Never addressed. Yeah. yeah. Never addressed. He's fine. And I mean, on his face too. Yeah. Yeah. If this is like hydrochloric acid or something, you'd feel it. That's gonna that's gonna tingle. Mm-hmm. Nope, he's As fine. Your face. Uh, and then the finger comes after him like a snake, basically. Yeah, it it, yeah. it comes out of the drain, and apparently you didn't like this. I did not care for it. This this uh, squicked me out. I don't know. Yeah. It was gross. So it wraps it. It wraps itself around his foot and starts pulling him. Uh, and for some reason, like Stretch Starlap Armstrong style. can't reach the goddamn doorknob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, it, the it, tallest man, yeah. he's taller than the bathroom laying down. <laughs> but sure, he can't. He, he can't. Reach. This thing is pulling him so hard, and then his shoe comes off, and he. Oh, is that what it was? I thought it let it go. Let him go for some reason. No, it got its his sock. Because oh. remember, it's holding his sock and waving it like a flag. Uh, anyway, he's like, "I'll show you trick or two. I bought. <laughs> A hedge trimmer. You know, a finger-sized sure. hedge trimmer. That'll do it. That'll do it. He... Uh, the neighbor is shouting by this this point. The neighbor who works during the day. I was incensed. I work for Deus S. Industries. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't I, sleep. I work for the writer being able to write <laughs> the ability for the police to come to end this episode. Which... 
is my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god. So basically, he's making too much noise for his neighbor that we didn't even know he had. Yeah. During the day. And his neighbor is screaming. Because the neighbor works nights. you keep making noise during the day, in, I'm presupposing... In the bathroom, probably. Um, and I'm presupposing New York City. I'm going to call the police and what? And They're going <laughs> to drop everything and come on over? Sure. We got a complaint that someone was making sounds in an apartment in New York during the day. <laughs> Fuck these criminals. <laughs> We're on our way. A noise complaint? Perfect. Just what I need. This murder will solve itself. <laughs> so he grabs this hedge trimmer, goes into the bathroom, grabs this finger, it starts cutting away, and it is meet the feebles level blood yeah. everywhere. Fine. Fine, yeah. and he's cutting it up, and it basically looks like little Jimmy Dean sausages all over the place. <laughs> Fine. And was he was he flushing them down the toilet? I feel like he was gonna flush them, going to flush them down the toilet. But then, did he see something in the toilet? Is that what stopped him? I don't know. No, I th- I thought that he did flush them down because I didn't see them on the ground. But well, you know, if they're if those sausage links are brown, <laughs> flush them down. <laughs> Now, for some reason, we get a pause in the action, and it, it kind of is a cue that time has gone by. It in busts a cop. In busts, busts acting cop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find yeah. what she says when she walks in, because it is so like, no, this is what a police officer would say, except never... Um, Let's see if we can find it. And maybe you can hear some of this fantastic Zamfir. Mr. Mitla? Now, she busts into this room. <laughs> and uh, it's like when a, a superhero enters a child's cartoon. Like her hands splay out like, here I am to save the day. It's like Peter Pan just landed on the stage. Uh, yes. I don't know. It, it, to me, it was more of Kramer entering Jerry's apartment. Okay, but sure. That, that's fair. Yeah. Mr. Mitla. She walks into this bathroom. This bathroom is a fucking crime scene. Yeah. And she's looking for the body. But all she sees is the blood. And she's like, what's going on here? Whose blood is this? He's like, uh, I'd stay out of the toilet if I were you. Go, goes on about how many holes there are in a bathroom. And how something that had a finger that long must be attached to something big. She opens the toilet. A hand missing a finger pops that's, up. That's kind of regular sized yeah. hand. Maybe a little, like maybe a Tom Noonan sized hand. I don't know. Comes out and it starts choking her. And then it goes back to my man who's just kind of laughing. Yeah. He's had a complete and total break with reality. Executive producer Richard, Richard P. Rubenstein. That's the episode. I was so crestfallen by the end. Yeah, this one was a it was kind of kind of a bummer to to end on this one. It was nice to see Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan was uh, was great in he it. He was great in it. He he did what he could. Yep. 
But let's go to the writer's room and let's see if there's anything that you could do. I you gotta rewrite this ending. So either fully lean into the comedy or do a straight episode. That's been the problem with this season soup to nuts mm-hmm. yeah is that it didn't know what it wanted to do so then it just found itself in wacky land yeah, yeah. And that's our job right. <laughs> not monster's job monster's jobs to try to like try to deliver the scares i would be fine if it falls short but instead they go for these like weird sound effects mm-hmm. and him laughing I, I think you've you've got to rewrite the third act mm-hmm. everything is okay up until that point i really didn't have a problem with it it's okay but there is some tension there is some things going on do i need him peeing in the sink no but you gotta get that cpa joke in there but you gotta get that cpa joke in there i this this uh this has one of those things where they show a, a marriage in a movie or a tv and it's the ones and it's a spouse not telling the other spouse something that you definitely would you tell your spouse about. One million percent. If Ted went out for ice cream and I found a finger in the tub, and if I found a spider in the tub, as soon as he walked back in, I'd be like, dude, you're not going to believe what I found. There's a spider in the tub and a finger in the sink, and you have to kill them both. I don't understand that aspect. Um, Yeah, it's the third act. The third act is is the one that needs to get fixed up. I don't know exactly what to do. I'm open to anything. But I don't mind the fact that he's kind of going overboard. I think the monster, like that hand was not enough of a payoff. Talking no, about all the, wasn't. The, the holes in the bathroom. I don't know. He, he didn't seem Honestly, to have been tormented that long. I, I don't it. think that they needed the cop. I mean, I know that he needs to talk to somebody about the whole thing but they could have mm-hmm. done it in a voiceover where you know tom noonan is against the bloody wall and camera you know slowly starts moving towards him and he and he does the whole monologue about all the holes in a bathroom and something you know with a finger that long connected to a hand would have to be mm-hmm. huge right they could have done something like that but that would have required non-goofy zamfir music and this entire episode. I mean, yeah, you it, could include the girlfriend and, you know, or just, or the wife or whatever, and she just thinks he is going crazy. And so yeah, she's, I, I'm, I'm you know, pretty she's sure there with the guys the, in the straight jacket. I'm pretty sure in the short story, it was both of them. I can't remember. Yeah, weren't they like, yeah, and they were like, they're the hacking yeah. it up with a knife or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, I know they couldn't really do but that I'd, part. But. I would have rather something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just is frustrating. But I mean, that's monsters. That's that's the lady we came with. That, that <laughs> is, we punched our dance cards. Yep. And we danced all night with monsters. Danced for years with monsters. Um, Jen, can I get a scale, please? Sure. Scale of one to ten, moving fingers. Give it a five. 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 It's getting a five for for Tom Noonan. For Tom Noonan. That is the episode. Next week it is the transmissionese. Uh I'm looking forward to it. Should we? Oh, well, I guess maybe we should have announced it beforehand if we should like do it live or something like. Transmissionese are a hard one to do live. You yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. Okay. So, ignore me. Cut. Cut. Matt. Cut all this out. 
cut. But if, if maybe if someone has a uh, category, like a, a, a category, or just I don't know, I mean, a memory of the past two yeah. shows, right? I mean, yeah, of the last, well, of the show so far, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So join us next week when we uh, celebrate excellence. <laughs> <laughs> and Haskell Bark and non-excellence. And sexellence. And sexellence in excellence. Am I forgetting anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, try, try and enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Just try to enjoy that daylight. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.